It felt like forever ago, but Northwestern basketball was back in action Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, rather, and uh, against Prairie View A&M. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. Uh, for anything and everything Northwestern, um, we really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there wherever you are listening. Make sure you are subscribed and turn on notifications. Uh, you don't you don't want to want to miss an episode. Uh, leave a comment. Give us some feedback. We're trying to make the show better at all times. Also, today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com. Slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's jump in, into this thing because uh, it feels like it's been forever since we've seen Northwestern basketball out on the court. And uh, they matched up with Prairie, Prairie View AM in this one. Uh, Northwestern came in at six and two. Um, some teams, you know, have played a lot more games than that. It feels like almost, but six and two going into Sunday. Uh, they're a very good defensive team. Um, that was what they how they kind of like made their hay. That's how they they um, can they their calling card. Let's let's put it that way. As a team, they were allowing 57.5 points per game coming into this one. That's including the outburst from from uh, Pitt that we saw where they went berserk from three, went crazy, uh, and lit Northwestern up in that one. They have wins over Georgetown on the road uh, and Liberty in Cancun, as well as a huge road win at Michigan State. At the time, Michigan State was ranked 20th in the country, and they went on the road and got a 70-63 to victory in that one. They have a close loss to a top 25 Auburn team, now sitting at 19, I do believe, uh, 43-42 um, in what was a very hard, hard-fought game. Neither team could make any shots. It was really... Uh, it was a brick fight. It was a rock fight. Um, in if there's a definition of a rock fight in a basket in a dictionary somewhere, there's a picture of that game. They also have a bad home loss to Pitt, eighty-seven fifty-eight, uh, and that game was was an example of somebody else gets crazy hot from three. Somebody who's not a good three-point shooting team goes nuts. Uh, that can happen to you, especially when Northwestern's offensive woes kind of continued to hang around 
all year long. Uh, they don't shoot the two well. Uh, they don't shoot the two very well at all, actually. Um, but they they when they shoot poorly from three, that's when they run into trouble because of how poorly they shoot the the two point. They shoot inside the arc. Um, they there were seven days in between their last game. Uh, they had played the previous Sunday against uh, Michigan State. So that was something that I know I had my eye on coming into this one. The team's kind of driven by Boo Booey, uh, Chase Adige, uh, with Ty Berry and Robbie Barron kind of being sparks when they need them in certain places. Coming into the game, they were scoring 64.875 points per game. Uh, so about seven, seven point three seven five points above the, that what they were allowing opponents to score, and that's how they came into this one with that six and two record. Prairie View A and M four and four coming in uh, had lost two in a row and four out of their last five. The two in a row they lost to Rice and Oklahoma State, uh, and then the other three losses in that four out of five. UTSA. Uh, and Tennessee Martin kind of rounding out that th- those four losses, which were their only four losses uh, coming into this one. They had a one-point loss to UT Martin uh, that was re- really easily could have gone the other way. They do have wins over Washington State and Arkansas State. Uh, they were scoring 74.375 points per game coming in, so um, about – not quite 10 points better than Northwestern, but close. They were allowing 71.875 points per game coming in uh, over over 15 points, uh, over 14 points more rather uh, than, than Northwestern coming into this one. Their team is carried by Will Douglas and Jeremiah Gambrell, uh, as well as Yahuza Rosses. He, he crashes the boards well for them and led the way um, coming into this game, unbelievably, they somehow didn't play a game for 11 days, which feels extreme. Um, they played on November 30th, and then their next game was this December 11th scrap with Northwestern. Uh, They're projected fourth in the SWAC. Jeremiah Gramble, or Gambrel was picked uh, preseason all-SWAC second team. And yeah, I mean that's that's who this team was coming in. They're a team that um, I believe the line was 17 in Northwestern's favor, but it was a team that could be dangerous. And uh, you're gonna see here when we kind of talk out the game and what all happened, um, how that happened really. What what was key for 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 them to be as dangerous as they were. But first, let's talk about our friends at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Just add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. 
Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Push your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also, we want to uh, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's talk about this game because Northwestern jumped out to an 11-5 lead and you thought, okay, this team is going to handle their, their business. Well, this team has an issue right now. This team goes crazy cold for long stretches of time. Long stretches of time. They go on a five-minute, eight-second scoring drought. And over that period of time, Prairie View a and they go on a 7-0 run. They take the lead back 12-11. Then Northwestern climbs back on top 17-13. But then comes another scoring drop. Four minutes and 15 seconds. Prairie View a and on the other hand, 11-0 run. So now they're up 24-17. They end up closing out the half uh, up 29-24. And uh, look. Northwestern was 6 of 32 in the first half on field goals, just 18.8%. 4 of 18 from 3, just 22.2%. Prairie View A&M shot well enough. Uh, didn't have to shoot like crazy well. I think they shot in the 30s. Uh, nothing crazy by any metric. Uh, but they out-rebounded Northwestern by 2, 26-24. They grabbed 10 offensive boards in the first half. Uh, they had a 13 to one uh, bench point edge uh, over Northwestern. Now Northwestern had an eight to two second chance points edge over Prairie View A&M, but really, I mean, you had Robbie Barron kind of keep keep uh, Northwestern in the game. I think he had 13 in the first half, if I do recall correctly. Uh, second half, you open up with a quick Robbie Barron three. And Northwestern kind of settled in after that point. You cut the lead to two there. A chase Adish three with 7.03 left. Put Northwestern up 49-47, and it was a lead they would not surrender again. Uh, Northwestern, actually, from that point on, I think I think Northwestern finishes the game on a 12-4 to run. Northwestern's defense really turned up a notch. Prairie View A&M in the second half was 8 for 31 from the field, just 25.8%. 3 for 13 from 3, 23%. Uh, Northwestern forced 9 turnovers uh, to just 4 of their own in the second half. Also, the defense went and got 5 blocks in just the second half alone. thought that was an impressive number for this Northwestern squad. 
Both teams shot poorly for the game. Prairie View A&M shot 29% to Northwestern's 30%. Uh, Prairie View A&M had 16 turnovers to Northwestern's 9. That's a key point. Seven more turnovers. Northwestern had 15 assists, which I thought was a strong number for this game. Uh, but the game, the reality of this game is this game was won at the free throw line. This game was 100% won at the free throw line. And it's, it's ironic that I say 100% because one of these teams was okay from the free throw line percentage-wise. The other was really bad, and that's the story of the game. Prairie View A&M shot 15 free throws to Northwestern's 23, which is not exactly like a disparity you can't overcome. But when Prairie View A&M goes 7 of 15 for just 47% from the line and Northwestern goes 17 of 23 uh, for 74% from the line, that's how you find – that's your 10-point difference right there. Prairie View A&M had seven free throws. Northwestern had 17. And Northwestern goes on to win the game 61-51. There you have it. That's your difference in the game. And just, just a second, we're going to take a look, I guess, at individual standouts of the game and kind of what, what comes next for Northwestern. Uh, but first, let's talk about our friends from Simply Safe. At Locked On Northwestern, we believe home should be where you and your family feel the safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Northwestern listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't put this off. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get higher priori- priority police response. Simply Safe is whole whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real. And even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under $1 a day and less than half the price of traditional home security systems. With, with the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings anytime, anywhere. Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Also, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's talk some individual performers of this game. We're going to start with the two that stuck out to me for Prairie View A&M. 
uh, Jeremiah G- Gambrel, the guy that we talked about, who is the uh, second-team preseason all-swack team. 16, 16 points, four rebounds. This was a key one, though. Six turnovers by himself was just six of 22 from the field, four of 15 from three, and 0 of one at the line. He posted a minus 12 on the plus minus in this game. Uh, also, you had uh, Hegel Augustine. Uh, he was he had 10 points, 12 boards, two assists, and one block. He was the other standout for this team. The only two players in double dig- digits. When you look at Northwestern, it all starts and finishes with Robbie Barron, the absolute player of the game. No if, ifs, ands, or buts about it. 20 points, 12 rebounds, one assist, three blocks, plus nine in the plus minus, played 37 of the 40 minutes of the game, 6-4-11 from the field, 54.5%, 4 of 9 from 3, 44.4%, and 4 of 4 at the line. Just an outstanding performance, an efficient performance. Then he showed even his presence on the glass, grabbing 12 boards, uh, and even on the defensive end, getting three blocks. Next up, Boo Booey, 12 points, 5 rebounds, Seven assists, which is a daggum strong game for him. One steal, plus 10 in the plus minus, 38 minutes played of the 40 minutes, uh, just four of 15 from the field, and two of three, or two of seven from three, two of three at the line for 66.7%. Next up, Chase Audige, 11 points, six rebounds, three assists, four blocks, and three steals. Plus 15 in the plus minus uh, 30 minutes played in this game. Just four of 14 from the field and one of six from three, two of two at the line. Next up, the big fella, Matt Nicholson, nine points, 10 rebounds, one assist, plus 14 in the plus minus uh, in 21 minutes, two of four from the field, five of six at the free throw line. Uh, Ty Berry, seven points, five rebounds. Two assists, plus 16 in the plus-minus in 28 minutes. Two of eight from the field, one of six from three, and two of two at the line. Julian Roper and Brooks Barnheiser did not play well. Uh, They combined for one point, five rebounds, one assist, one block, and were minus seven and minus 17 in the plus-minus, respectively. The two worst, I believe, on the team in this one. Boo Booey and Chase Audis were very inefficient in this game. As you see, 8 of 29, 27.6% from the field, 3 of 13 from 3, 23.1% from deep, but they did go 4 or 5 at the line, knocked down 80% of their free throws. Chase Audis' defense is awesome with, with four blocks and three with four blocks and three steals. That that is correct. Um he was not the most efficient shooter in the game, but he made his presence felt on the defensive end, and that's what you have to appreciate. Boo Booey did as well with his seven assists. Like, If you're not going to shoot well, make your presence felt somewhere else, and both of those guys did just that. Northwestern improves to 7-2, and two, up to number 63 in the Ken Palm, uh, number 73 in the net rankings, and number 60 in the RPI. Next up, they get DePaul on Saturday. 
uh, as they wrapped this one up against Prairie View A&M, 61-51, and what was a pretty big win or a a good win to just check off the box because you need to, in these kind of weaker non-con games, you don't need to slip up. We've seen plenty of teams do it this year. I mean, heck, Louisville might never win a basketball game ever again at this point. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, this – to get this win, I think that was that was key, especially with the way that Prairie View kind of jumped on him uh, and made life difficult and gave him a little bit of a, of a scare, finding a way to battle through the ad- adversity, uh, to win the game, to to win an ugly one. Uh, and it really didn't look all that ugly at the end because, I mean, you held the lead for the last seven minutes of the game. Could have been a lot scarier for sure, but I thought this team showed – a lot of poise in the second half to come back the way that they did uh, and really control the game in the second half and, and take home a win. They'll be back in action against DePaul in a week uh, in on Saturday, actually. But yeah, that's probably going to do it for today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in to locked on Northwestern part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Um, yeah. I'm your host Carter bird. Thank you for, Making us your first listen for anything and everything Northwestern. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Um, Yeah, leave us a comment. Leave us some feedback. Make sure wherever you're listening, you're subscribed. Turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Uh, The rest of this week, we're going to have to talk some football recruiting, uh, transfer portal stuff, um, because that's – it is crunch time for all that stuff. And so that's going to be um, an interesting topic to say the least. Uh, We're going to talk about the blow to the Northwestern recruiting class. They suffered today. Uh, And yeah, that's going to be the plan for the week. Appreciate you tuning in. You can follow me on social media at Carter bird 13. I'll see you all next time.